listening to Let's Think On It, featuring Dr. Mark Westfall. Welcome back to Let's Think On It. We've got Kathy Fournier with us, I guess. She's an expert, essentially, in education, I'm going to say. Um, experiential learning is, uh, I think, her expertise. I've got two co-thinkers, Haley Ingram Jeff Thomas. Um, in the break, a uh, question came up. So, Jeff, uh, why don't you hit us off with a question that you had? Well, so uh, Common Core is kind of out there is a big deal. You mentioned that they're going to more student-led uh, teaching in the schools. I thought it was just the opposite. I thought we were trying to set up a, you know, a teaching in the box, if you will, where everybody knows what they're supposed to do and anybody could teach it. And what I'm hearing you say is we're going just the other way. So can you kind of reconcile that for me? Yeah, let me see if I can clear that up a little bit. And by doing that, I may have to start at the beginning with what Common Core really is. So Common Core, and, and in Alabama, we call them College and Career Ready Standards, CCRS, College and Career College and Career Ready Standards. We don't call them Common Core. Around the rest of the nation, that's what they're known at. Now, so, was, was that in order to get something approved, um, like, you know, Common Core had a bad reputation as a name, and it said, hey, we've got to call it something else because it's I, got a bad rap? I think there's that, and I think that in Alabama we don't like the idea that it's common and that... There's a little bit of confusion about maybe this came from the federal government, and so everybody and every state is doing the exact same thing, and that's not exactly the background. Um, you know, Common Core actually was, the development of this was led by governors in each state, and so it is actually a state-led um, initiative. And all it really is, it's a, it's a, a clear set of goals and expectations um, of, of skills and, and the knowledge that we want all students to have that will help them succeed. It's the teachers, the local teachers, the principals, the superintendents to decide how that's going to happen. Um, Alabama did adopt the College and Career Ready Standards with some additions. They didn't adopt them as they were set out there we there, Alabama so made some, some flexibility. Yeah, there's you some can, flexibility. You can adopt part of the standards, not That's all exactly of them. right. But you said it was by state governors but it sounds like it, they got together and then came up with an overriding general policy that then was put out from the federal level that then states then can accept or not accept? Cause I, I don't think that the federal level comes into it. I, I, I'm, but well, that's not what my boy Donald Trump says. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and there are a lot of Republicans that don't say that. He said he's the Department of Education because they're driving down these common core standards that should be out in the states. Right. There is a lot of fear and misinformation guiding a lot of that. Um, You're talking about Trump's platform Trump's view or the and 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 the the anti common, common core, core folks. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of myths out there about what it is and what it isn't. Um, and because there's nothing telling teachers how they have to teach that, mm. there are and and common and college and career ready standards for math and science. So when you or for math and English language arts ELA, when you hear Common Core, all they are talking about is math and English. They're not ta- science is a science is a whole different thing. And we'll talk about that too. Um, what Alabama so they calls say them, core, they're, they're just talking about math, math and English. And, English. and these English are standards arts. they've come up with. Correct. That 
students should have to be ready for college. Correct. Not necessarily to graduate. College and the workforce. One of the okay. things that led this to this was um, that both the edu higher education institutions, professors, but also businessmen and, and the business world were realizing that kids were coming to them having graduated and they weren't ready to work or learn or graduated move forward. from high school graduating from high school okay. not ready they didn't have the skill set they needed to start a job nor did they have the skill set ready to be a freshman in college and so that is where all of this is is really coming from so the business sector was in on this as well um, and so you know each year a new class of students were were entering community colleges, four-year institutions, the workforce, and they weren't prepared. And so um, that is that was the impetus for both college career-ready standards for math and English language arts, and then in Alabama, again, the college career-ready standards for science have come into to play. What okay. was the biggest deficit that business owners or colleges were seeing? I think... Um, that's a great question. I know one was computer skills. Oh, I can believe that. Right. Yeah. And so so I know that that was one of them. And they're actually trying to work towards, and some high schools may have adopted this. I'm not sure. Um, I know in our local high school, I think they have changed it where computer science classes count as a math now. And so... I wish that I way, have done that when I was right. in high school. Like, yeah, it's like at Hoover High School, where I went to school, I graduated in 2010. They now have like a whole. They have schools, basically, kind of like schools of thought, but it, they're learning like Java as opposed to Microsoft Word right. and PowerPoint. When like, it's more advanced now. It's absolutely, and, and it I, has to be it ha because yeah. that's what they're going to need to succeed. Yeah. In a job. Not and so that's why they're college and career them. ready. Yeah. You know, they're not, it's not just getting everybody ready to go to college. That's mm -hmm. not the goal. The goal is to have them college and career ready. Mm -hmm. And so it's not, I like the name. I really do. I, I think it's, a, a, I like, it's an appropriate yeah. name. Um, so, so where's the controversy? The controversy comes in where a lot of, again, uh, some misconceptions about that it's mandated by the federal government and it, it, it's not. And I think. And, if I can interject just briefly, and I'm not an expert in this, but just kind of looking online, which can be dangerous. Um, to help encourage states to implement it, there was an incentive through, uh, I think it was called Race to the Top. Um, a, a, uh, essentially, the Obama administration had a, uh, a hunk of money set aside trying to incentivize states to come up with innovative ways to teach Students, hoping that with this carrot, uh, they, they essentially were grants they could apply for, and so hoping that by setting this carrot out there, you would motivate people to come up with with new ideas to help teach children, and then the best ideas come to the top, then you can help other states can kind of copy those ideas, and so it was essentially an incentive-based program, which I like that that approach, and then I think somehow, and this is what I don't understand, they attached some acceptance of the Common Core being access to some of those grant dollars. And so states feel, even though not, it's not mandated, they feel compelled to do it because there's money dangling. Is, now, is that, 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 is that is, accurate? Yes, that is accurate. However, there have been schools that have received race-to-the-top money that do not 
have not accepted oh, yeah, yeah. or no, utilized. Race to the Top was Common separate. Core. It started right. years ago. It was a way to do innovative programs, exactly. but I think Common Core is one of the ways to get access to the. Yes. The, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there's more than one way to get there, but Common Core is one of the ways, and so hmm. I think states feel. Um, they overwhelmed by all their choices they've got. I guess. <laughs> Um, but, but so I don't really understand uh, the, the well here's the other thing I'm hearing from a and then I'll, we'll get back to our expert in my office I see a lot of uh, children and parents complain I think about the way it's been imp- being implemented and teachers do too actually I see teachers as well it's not that they don't like the common core um, goals is that the way it's been implemented is very difficult. So if your students now are not reaching standard and they're in high school, how do you suddenly get them to meet the standard? So the transition, I think, has been difficult, and I think you get pushback from people when there's a difficult transition. So I think part of the implementation may not have gone as smoothly, and I don't know how you make it smooth. Right. Um, but I think that's where a lot of the pushback backs, and you get parents who are frustrated because their kids are coming home suddenly with a new way to learn when they've only have two years left of school, high school, and they're like, oh, I've got to meet these new standards, and they're frustrated because they can't do the homework. So I think a lot of that gets the frustration going, and then you get people saying, oh, it's the federal government stepping into our lives again. That's my sense. And, and that you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, and, you know, how do you train teachers to amend the way they've been teaching at the same time you know, have the standards implemented and have the assessments ready, the tests ready to, to teach, you know, to, to see if they've been learning with the new tar- learning targets they're supposed to. And so um, that's very hard to do. And so, and teachers, especially teachers that have been teaching a long time, they've seen a lot of these acronyms and a lot of these things come and no go. No child left behind. No child mm-hmm. left behind, you know, all of these different things. And so it's it has been very difficult. Um, I think that we're finally, this is catching hold, and I think this is here to stay. Um, I'm not saying there won't be other initiatives that come along that teachers are going to, you know, oh, we're doing this this year. Oh, well, now it's something else this year. I think these college and career st- uh, standards are, um, are here to stay, and I think that that's, it's a good thing. Um, and it's not a curriculum. That's the other thing that gets confusing um, for a lot of people. They think it's a curriculum that's being given to the teachers. It's not. Um, I will when we when we transition here a little bit to the next the science standard part of it. I can talk a lot more. I'm not as familiar with the uh, reading and the or the, yeah reading and language arts and the math standard um, because and so we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, it is not they don't teach them how to get the kids to those learning targets. It just says this is your learning target. The teachers can get there lots of different ways. Well, compl- so are they feeling they don't have enough direction? Well, so that's part of it. That's I think part of the it. The complaint I hear is that they're teaching to the test. Well, and, yes. And then that's all they focus on is teaching to the test, and they're not, they're not right. doing the stuff you, that you're going to be doing at the zoo. Well, and, and that's true. And that's learn just organically. Exactly. Right. In some ways, that's the great partnership between informal learning institutions and the formal classroom is we can merge those two together. Um, We never want the zoo or a science center to be so structured like a classroom, but I don't think anybody wants the classroom to be a free-for-all, and that's not what this leads to. 
Um, is it more work for the teachers right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. And are they probably feeling a lot of pressure um, to be prepared? Ab- of course they are. Of course they are. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means it's a transition. Well, why is it harder for them, by the way? Well, it's new. It's new. They've elevated they've, the standards, They've right? elevated the standards. Things that, and again, I, I think if we can move to the, the science standards, I'll be more comfortable in really addressing that a little bit better. Um, and, well, you know. Why don't we take a break? Okay. And we'll come back and we'll hit the next set of standards. Okay, great. Great, thanks. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com, or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter, at Lockamy Brothers. <laughs> 